This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The best way to support our show is by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash Just click the support our artist button, which will take you to Amazon. Just shop like you normally would, and Amazon will send us a little bit of money, which we will use to pay Elton John to make a new version of Candle in the Wind dedicated to Skeeter. Then maybe he'll make another new version of Circle of Life dedicated to how maybe Skeeter's still alive. Hopefully they can all feel the love tonight. Hopefully. The sun is up, the sky is clear, but all is lost when you aren't here. Where did you go? Where did you go? Where did you go? I just don't know. Where did you go? Why aren't you here? By the way, this song is about the Muppet Babies. Hello, I'm Matt Manser. And I'm Eileen Mary O'Connell, and this is Skaterial, the Muppet Babies episode podcast where we investigate the disappearance of the Muppet Babies character named Skeeter. Uh, yes, on Muppet Babies, we see uh, several uh, popular Muppets. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Kermit, we got Fozzie, we got Gonzo the Great. You know who we don't have? Who don't we have? We don't have Scooter's twin sister, Skeeter. She does not appear as an adult Muppet in any of the TV shows or movies. She's just on on Muppet Babies. Yeah. So we don't know what happened to her after Muppet Babies. Yeah. Where did she go? Is she okay? Is she alive? We don't... We we really... We hope she is. We fear she's not. I really hope she's okay. So, um... Helene, it's gonna... It's... I was going to say it's going to be okay, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Again, this episode is starting off with me crying into my tear bucket. Eileen does have a tear, uh, and it's and it's full. We really should empty those out between episodes. I'm so dehydrated. So we are Eileen and I are watching every episode of Muppet Babies, looking for clues that could lead us to find Skeeter or find out what happened to Skeeter, and. uh to do that, we always have a, a guest on the show. Uh, uh, this week, we have uh, uh, from the show uh, Andy Mack. Uh, please welcome Lelon Bowden. Hello. Welcome. Thank you so much for helping us on this journey for answers, Lelon. I'm happy to be of help. <laughs> uh, if I can be. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate that. Uh, this mystery has been tormenting eileen and i for several years decades decades i'm in alive two decades and some change and both of those decades and change have been haunting me with this mystery yes uh uh leland you uh how familiar are you with muppet babies i used to watch it all the time but i was also a a muppet baby like age when i was watching it Mm -hmm. so uh, not a mu- you weren't, you a, weren't Muppet a Muppet ba- Baby. You were uh, the age. Of- I was the age of a Muppet Baby while okay. I was watching Muppet Baby. For a moment, we thought you maybe I, had some some real insider scoop. Oh, I've said too much. Wait, oh, is that oh, true? Oh, 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 I have to leave. Oh, oh no! Please don't leave. <laughs> don't, please, please don't we leave. need. Oh, we need all the help we can get. <laughs> Today we'll be uh, looking at episode seven of Muppet Babies. Uh, entitled Eight Takeaway One Equals Panic." Mm-hmm. Uh, Already, what that is that? Could that takeaway be Skeeter? Well, um, 
we better just dive in we'll and find dive out. In, um, we know that answer. Yeah. We watched the episode. Yes. Now, Leelon, you you have you have not seen this episode. Is that oh correct? man, I'm so unprepared. I mean, you, maybe you probably saw it as a child. I probably as, saw it as a child. Yes. So we will we will we, we recap the episode so you and our listeners can can remember the episode. Uh, oh, good. It's I'm nice. Also... It's like we're talking to a listener in person right now. <laughs> That's exactly mm-hmm. what She represents it's, all dozens of you. It's an interactive podcast experience. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the voice of the, people. Of the per- person on the other side of the iPhone. Yes. Because I assume that's what we're all listening to podcasts on. Um, iPhones. I have, a, I, have a, I have a droid. I pre-record oh. all podcasts onto a cassette, and then I play it <laughs> on a cassette tape. That's very 13 Reasons Why of you. Thank you. <laughs> Great. Uh, well, uh, let's just get into uh, recapping the episode. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, after each uh, sort of segment, we will uh, we'll discuss if there's anything in that part that has any clues about Skeeter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, this episode starts uh, with the babies pretending they're at an airport. Skeeter is piloting a plane, which is really a couch. Uh, with Gonzo as co-pilot and the other babies as passengers. Skeeter says they're climbing to 30,000 feet, and Fozzie says, gee, that's a lot of shoes. Uh, Skeeter (laughs) asks Gonzo, what's our compass reading? And he says, the sports section. And you see a compass reading a a newspaper. Skeeter says, stop goofing off, Gonzo. Flying is serious business. Piggy then becomes a stewardess and serves imaginary cookies in exchange for non-imaginary money. Hmm. Then uh, pilot Skeeter says they're flying through some choppy air caused by animal pushing up on the couch cushions. Gonzo looks outside and sees fighter jets chasing them, so he parachutes away. Uh, but Skeeter then safely lands the plane. So, um, what do you think? Any clues in, in this segment? Well, not a clue, but I just appreciate that we get to see Skeeter in a position of real leadership. She's a captain. Uh, it just—it's further validation of our opinion that she is. She takes charge. She's independent, and that might be a threat to other Muppet babies. Mm. I mean, especially—I mean, could it be what happened to Skeeter is the patriarchy? Ooh, that they. The the, the men the system <laughs> the, the saw system, the world of Muppet Baby, which is our it, it's a reflection of our own world. Well, well it, it, it is our it is our world. You know, Muppet Baby is a these a, are real a do- documentary. Yeah. We all know that's a documentary. Um, <laughs> could it just be that? Uh, maybe I mean I know this is crazy to think, guys, and it's not the sexiest disappearance, but. Could it be that, um, you know, people were intimidated by her leadership mm-hmm. as a pilot, and then through a series of casual sexism tropes, she gets demoted and finds it hard getting a job. And it's not her; it's just that there's always somebody that, like, oh, they hired or needed, you know, this promotion or something, or or they didn't know if she was pregnant or not, and they didn't want to take that risk if she right. was going to have to oh, take no. some leave. Some some maternity leave, and so she kind of dwindled down from her status into the ether. <laughs> Do you think that uh, it's like the overall patriarchal society, or do you think it's 
like Muppets themselves, like the male Muppets, like like mm, Kermit. I would never blame the Muppets. Okay. <laughs> They're, I mean, they're only babies, guys. Well, they're babies <laughs> they're now. They're just but, babies. But this behavior is learned. <laughs> this is learned behavior. That's um, probably true. I wonder about... Unless they're all growing up together. There's a... Ben and Eileen and I have discussed this. There's an absence of actual parents. Parents, yeah. We don't know who their parents are. We don't know how Nanny got them all under her care. It appears they live there 24-7, which is not... And so it's just like an orphanage? Yeah. Actually? 24-7 with very, very little interaction with Nanny. There's very little adult supervision in these babies' lives. I think it's just like, um, it's a common misconception, I I believe, from my research and understanding of Muppets, that we think of Muppet care uh, as abusive if it were child care. But Muppets are, as we know, a different species. So mm. they do require a different set of rules and don't require a lot of rules that we would think are necessary for actual human child care. Mm. Um, so that is, like, that's just something to take in consideration. You know, I, I, do, I, as a human, I do find that weird. But I, I feel like we do need to be examining this from the point of Muppets. And uh, historically, Muppets tend to uh, be a little bit more autonomous. So yeah. a, a nanny, like, I believe in Muppet culture is, like, sufficient child oh. child supervision. Interesting. Huh. But gonna, then where's Skeeter? Down. Yeah, where's Skeeter? Yeah, that does not solve our question. And I also wondered about, uh, just throwing it out there, uh, Skeeter's a pilot. Uh, could this, could her current situation be an Amelia Earhart type situation? Ooh. That's a very good uh, proposal. I don't know if we have any other leads on that. Uh, I'm writing. Finally. I'm writing it down on the on the the cork board and the chalkboard. Oh, good. Yeah, put some strings between Skeeter and Amelia Earhart. Mm-hmm. It's weird. You already had the Amelia Earhart photo on I the corkboard, but no like strings. It. Yeah, it's a good photo of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we move on? Yeah. Okay. The babies want to take another trip. Piggy wants to go to Hawaii, but Gonzo wants to go to Mars. Then the phone rings, and they hear Nanny talking to Mister Jenkins. Uh, she says they're in the nursery, and he should come over because she must get rid of one of them. The babies freak out because Nanny's getting rid of one of them, and they don't know why. Fozzie thinks it might be because there's too many. There's one too many of them to start a bowling team. Uh, they then try to figure out which one Nanny will get rid of. Kermit thinks it will be him because he forgot to put away his toys. Gonzo thinks it'll be him because Nanny doesn't know what he is. Piggy thinks he it won't be it won't be her because Nanny loves her. But Skeeter angrily says, "Not after she, after she found out you rode your tricycle through the kitchen." And Piggy tries to attack her. Wow! Wow! Oh, okay. some uh, some bombshells there. Oh man! Uh, so uh, Skeeter has uh, uh, angered Miss Piggy here, mm-hmm. and she's done it before, and will do it again. Yeah. So is Piggy. Uh, could this have happened later? Could Piggy have been angry and taken that anger a little too far? I think it's going back to what Lelon was saying about the patriarchy, because women sometimes also fall um, under that spell, and I think Piggy is, feels threatened. Or there can by, only be one. Yeah, there can only be one woman, one one female character here, not a woman because they're babies. But Piggy feels threatened by Skeeter just then, as a female, and bumps her. Mm-hmm. 
It is interesting that only of the eight uh, Muppet babies under Nanny's care, only two are women. Um, is Nanny buying into the system also of oh, like, man. oh, I only want to take care of mostly male Muppets? Oh, jeez. I mean, well, I mean, we're not in China. We don't have, you know, a one-child mm. policy where men are highly favored. Um, but... Yeah, I would say that, you know, in many cultures, the the boys are more valued. And then the girls, you have to pay a dowry for. So, you know. How much would Skeeter's dowry be? Well, she does have um, aviation skills. So that That's ups, true. ups yeah. her value. She's, My question is, is that Gonzo's afraid because Nanny doesn't know what Gonzo is. Do we know what Scooter and Skeeter are? That's an ongoing debate. That's another mystery we want to solve. Um, <laughs> we don't know exactly what they are. Um, we've mentioned before there was a Muppet Show episode where Scooter says he's a gopher, but that turns out it's a pun. That's actually his job description. He's a gopher. He goes for things. Oh, yeah. So I don't think he's actually also a gopher on top of that. Hmm. So I don't think they're gophers. No, one of our, one of our Twitter followers recently to us we record these ahead of times recently uh suggested that they're capybaras which are cute animals that the internet loves google Hmm. it guys okay and i can kind of see it capybara yeah i don't know if i pronounced that right please forgive me it's hard to pronounce words correctly through all these tears uh skeeter if you're out there and listening first let us know uh where you are and if you're okay you're okay please and then oh. let us know if you're a chupicara? That- Capybara. <laughs> Capybara. I was thinking, are you, is it chupacabra? Is that? No, that's no. like, a, that's like a, a, a chupacabra is, is like a myth, right? It's like, well, a, it's like a Loch Ness myth, right? Unless that's what Skeeter is, in which case it's no longer a myth. Ooh. These guys are so cute. I'm looking at Capybaras right now. And I got to get, oh, oh, it's a mom and her babies. Oh, man. Oh, gosh, they're cute. A brief moment of joy in this <laughs> sad. Uh, thank you, Twitter Twitter user at Epic Grays for that hot suggestion. Oh, my hot gosh. Hot suggestion. Uh, yeah, they kind of they do look like capybaras. So, uh, everyone. Oh, and this one's getting fed a piece of lettuce. If you're listening, corn, uh, Google corn. image search this right now. So you can you can judge for yourselves <laughs> and then tweet at, us tweet at us if you agree or disagree. At Skaterial. At Skaterial. This one's in a pool eating corn. It's hanging out in a swimming pool eating a corn. A, like a, on, on the cob? On the cob. Or just one kernel. Okay. Uh, just a, yeah, I guess a corn. Is, uh, <laughs> or an acorn. Or an acorn. This yeah. one is covered with turtles and ducks. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we can only hope that Somewhere, Skeeter is out there eating a corn covered in turtles and ducks. Covered in turtles and ducks. Oh, gosh, they're cute. That would be oh, these the are... best outcome. It would. Fleet. It Fleet would. Swimming. No, the best outcome would be she invites me over to eat the corn with her, and then we become friends like I've always wanted. Well, <laughs> and then we record that as the final episode of that, Skeeterial. Yes. Um, <laughs> Skeeter, we we love doing this podcast, but we'd love even more to find you. So yes. please let us know if you're okay and if Eileen can eat one corn with just you. One, just one. I mean, uh, she's so happy in the in these episodes of this documentary. 
And yeah. have have you guys? I mean, you guys have been recording the podcast for a while now. Have have you seen any signs where she looks to us for help, where she knows what's going on, or do you think that this was an ambush? You know, one day. I don't think we've noticed her having any sort of premonition about Correct. what's to come. At this point, we can assume that it was a surprise. Yeah. Whether it was her decision to leave or someone else's decision to make her leave or worse, I think it came as a surprise. Yes. But um, we should move on. Yeah. Um, so next in the episode, um, Piggy then imagines uh, what it would be like to have to make it on her own if she is kicked out by Nanny. Uh, so she's now selling lemonade on the street, but it's frozen lemonade because it's five degrees below zero. Uh, so she sells it as lemonade ice, and it turns into a huge business, allowing her to buy a giant building with a penthouse and her face on the top. Uh, she gets a call that she only sold $2 billion of ice today, and she's told that, that that's all the president's fault, that she didn't get enough money. So she says to fire the president. Hmm. Uh, she's then informed she needs more lemons, so she buys California and Florida Piggy then returns to reality and is glad um, that she's back because she's not separated from Kermit anymore. In this imaginary world, we would be under her ownership because we ourselves are in California. Mm. That's true. Uh, and would Skeeter be under Piggy's <gasps> ownership? Gasp. <laughs> I mean, Piggy imagines herself as extremely powerful mm-hmm. more powerful than the our president own president of the united states well that's where things get odd right because if you're making uh threats to fire the president you know you're going to be investigated and maybe and we all know that capital clout uh gives you uh protection from the law in uh mm-hmm. in many cases and so what if uh Piggy was too rich at this point to be able to uh, punish, I guess. And so, but someone had to take the fall. And you think that someone mayhaps was Skeeter? Maybe she's like in a CIA uh, dungeon. Wow. (laughs) Those famous CIA dungeons. Because someone had to pay for Piggy's crimes. So, Piggy... Yeah, lemonade ice on its own shouldn't be that big of a seller, but somehow it is. So you think that it could Piggy must have had some illegal activity. I'm just saying if you're saying you wanna she said she wanted to fire the president? Yeah. Yeah. She said she wanted to fire the president and then she bought two states. Yes. Uh, you don't just buy two states without there being some governmental repercussions. You know, wars were fought for states. Yeah. California and Florida both have an orange county. Skeeter's skin is the color orange. What? what? But also Scooter's skin is the color orange. <sighs> there could only be one. So you, you think... Uh, I mean, you think, Fozzie's uh, kind of an orange bear. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Is Piggy... Was she just obsessed with obtaining all things orange? Maybe. It's a it's a weird possibility, but we have to explore every possibility. We I think do. That's reaching. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta get another bucket out. 
so yeah, many tears. Very, a lot of sobbing, right? Mm-hmm. Just, just I, all hey, sobbing. I want to find Skeeter just as much as anybody, but I, I think that it's if we follow these red herrings or orange herrings mm. in this case, that that blinds us from what are viable clues. That's, I I hate to be I hate to be somebody who's you know pushing back and stuff like that, but it's for the greater cause. You know, you're holding us accountable and. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that also. Okay. Uh, what's next in I the mean, episode? I mean, right now, Fozzie's got an orange helmet on. You know, there's uh, – we just can't follow follow everything. Did, did the Mubby Babies just throw a bunch of ears at Fozzie? Yeah, we have the episode on with the sound off. And I'm just watching it. On the table it. so that Lilan can put, put – Pictures to the words that we're saying. Because, yeah. again, she did not watch the episode, much like many of you, you listeners right now voice For, the people. And here's an orange right here. Like, there was a, just a singing orange on this in this episode. That's true. Like, there's just so much to follow here. Well, next in the episode, uh, Gonzo imagines life on his own. Nanny tosses, in this imaginary scenario, tosses Gonzo aside, outside, where he lands in a trash can. A garbage man then tosses him in a truck where he's dumped off at the dump. He makes friends with a rat, then uses old cushions to make new versions of his Muppet baby friends. Um, We'll get into those cushions in a second. He tries to hit on the new piggy, but she rejects him by putting dirt on his nose. Then, 100 years later, a dump truck dumps off the other Muppet babies because Kermit said that Nanny finally got tired of the rest of them, too. Gonzo asks if he can give Piggy a kiss. She says yes, but when he tries to do it, he falls down a pile of trash. Interesting, it has nothing to do with Skeeter, but Gonzo, <laughs> even in his own imagination, is, is rejected by Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. Like, his imagination can't even bring himself to imagine that it could be a reality, mm-hmm. which... Rejection, a- sometimes rejection, just, like, some some people just cannot handle it well, and maybe Gonzo is one of those who finally snaps one day. I'm going to mm-hmm. vouch for Gonzo here, just because, like, I had a dream once where it was in college where I was at a party, and Rachel Dratch was at that party, and mm-hmm. I went, oh my gosh, I want her to be my friend. And then I realized, oh, I'm dreaming. I could, <laughs> we could totally be friends, because this whole world is a is my imagination. And then I went up, and I was like, hey, we're friends. And she was like, no, we're not. <gasps> wow. And I got directed my, like, rejected my own dream that I knew I was dreaming. So it happens, y'all. Wow. True story. That was very rude of, of dream Rachel Dratch. Uh, I mean, Rachel Dratch. I imagined listening. it that way. I don't know why. Um, Rachel Dratch, we assume you're one of our listeners. Yeah, we just assume. <laughs> so um, please um, reach out to Lelon. I think you two would be very good friends. Mm-hmm. You know, here's the, here's the thing. I think we would. <laughs> but like, not not in this dream that I had in college. When we post this episode, we should Weeks add, we should add Rachel Dratch. <laughs> oh, we will. You listener already know that we already did, but we're planning this right now. Yes, we are we're in a a time warp right now where mm-hmm. we're talking about the past or the, or the future. future. Oh man. It's very it's hard to know what's what what's these days what? without Skeeter. Without Skeeter, nothing makes sense. Uh, those cushions, though, we weren't sure. Those cushions that, that Gonzo turns into Muppet Babies and is 
situation in his imaginary scenario very we, uh, castaway like very in a way. castaway like also mm. we weren't entirely sure if they were cushions they could have been potato sacks or bags of flour or it was never clarified old discarded dolls mm-hmm. um really 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 beaten up pillows yeah well i guess Eileen, it's not ent- you have i you, you have an old potato sack that you turn into skeeter I do. I have. <laughs> I have an old potato sack, and I use the the part of the string that I use to hang on our cork boards. I've fashioned into her little yarn hairdo, oh. and I've given it a pair of glasses, and I just sob holding it every night. I'm holding it right now. Yeah, L- Leland, <laughs> do you have any people you've made out of old potato sacks? Do I have any people? Ah. <laughs> Um, no. That's no. You haven't made Rachel, you have not made Rachel Dratch out of an old potato sack. Gosh, I no, not even Rachel, my best friend. Um, yeah, I uh, once I I did a short a long time ago, and the directors had cats, and as like a cute thank you gift, I sewed a cat toys in the shape of the heads of the main characters of the short <laughs> and they look like potato like the material i use was potato sack material hmm. okay all right so just the heads just the heads just the heads okay. almost exactly the same so so it wasn't weird because it's just the heads mm-hmm. yeah no. okay <laughs> great well, it makes it less weird yeah. when you uh isolate one part of the body yeah from the rest of the body <laughs> that all checks out what happens next? I know to the I'm. Episode. I know I'm sounding really weird. I just don't want you guys to think that I ki- I killed Skeeter. <laughs> that was never even a question. I'm just saying, until, I feel now. Like, until now, oh, great. Ah, oh, jeez. There's Every- a lot of suspects. Uh, yeah, I know. Eileen has my picture on. I have. Court. I have Mancer's picture on. Well, I just feel like wall. maybe that's the other like red I've herring. Been trying to be devil's advocate so much, and you know how like when people are like. They doth protest too much. You're just like, oh, maybe, and it's just like, no. I just, I'm just trying to analyze everything with the same uh, test that scientists would give bacteria. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To make sure it's bacteria. Because sometimes it's just dust. As far as I know, I don't know much about bacteria. Uh, next on the episode, um, so we're back at the nursery. And uh, they all say how rough it would be uh, to live without the others. Piggy says they should decide for Nanny who should go by drawing marbles from a bag. Whoever picks the black marble has to go. Uh, She has Gonzo go first, and he picks the black marble. Piggy tries to shoo him away, but Skeeter (gasps) notices that all the marbles were black, and Piggy cheated. Piggy said she only did it because she didn't want to lose her Kermit. So more of Miss Piggy uh, Disre- cheating. Cheating, disregarding everyone else for the sake of Kermit. And who calls her out? Skeeter calls her out. Wow. That's, yeah, that's that's big. Yeah, that's... Um, Skeeter doesn't let Piggy get away with her... Excuse my language, bullshit. Oh, well, we, my ears hurt. We can we can edit that out later if we need to. I, I apologize to our listeners, our baby listeners, our baby listeners who our have Muppet not heard baby listeners, our Muppet, our next gen Muppet baby listeners. Ooh. 
but yeah, Skeeter won't let Piggy get away with with that BS. It's uh, better. So does Piggy have enough of that? Again, Piggy, I think, is a a, a big suspect here. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, more than more than anybody else, it seems like. I mean, and we all know that Piggy's in it for Piggy. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and like she would do anything to protect her Kermit. Mm-hmm. It's just. I don't know. I would be curious to see if, you know, in more episodes of the documentary, if we should watch for behavior of Skeeter getting very close to Kermit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, I mean, there is, as we've said, there's only two two female Muppet babies. And so the, basically, yeah, it's Skeeter and Piggy. Piggy would see Skeeter, at least, as being competition for, as the only competition for, for Kermit. Kermit. For her Kermie, I think it's it's very, I think it's a highly suspect mm-hmm. of Piggy. I'm underlining her name. <laughs> okay, next in the episode, Nanny comes in with Mr. Jenkins and says, there they are, and the babies think they're going to choose who leaves. Piggy offers to shine Nanny's shoes. Rolf hints that he should stay because he plays music. Scooter and Skeeter say they should both stay because she shouldn't, she, she shouldn't separate a brother and sister. Nanny goes over to Kermit and Fozzie sitting in chairs and says, it's one of these two. Mr. Jenkins says, they're both getting pretty old and shabby. Piggy begs Nanny not to take Kermit, but Gonzo wants Kermit to go so he can have Piggy to himself. Then Nanny points to Fozzie and says to get rid of that one. Then Nanny and Mr. Jenkins leave. Wow. Wow. Very uh, cold. Mm -hmm. Just pointing at Kermit and Fozzie saying they're getting old and shabby. Mm -hmm. They're they're babies. Babies are neither of those things. They're definitely not old and... And Fozzie's like jokes are shabby, but as a as a person or bear, he is not shabby at no. all. He's a great friend. Mm-hmm. Great bear. Great bear. Great bear. Uh, the I think that sort of the telling moment is Scooter and Skeeter saying, "Don't get you can't get rid of one of us because you shouldn't separate a brother and sister." And mm-hmm. Nanny agrees, but now they're Scoot- se- they're clearly separated now. Yeah, what happened? Why are they separated now? Did Nanny was she lying about not not never separating them? Oh man. I feel like no. I feel like Nanny gets it. I think it came from either Miss Piggy or the patriarchy. I'm just saying. <laughs> I I think um that's possible. Yeah. Um but it is it is just very I think it's a, a bit of a heartbreaking moment in the episode when Scooter and Skeeter say, you can't separate a brother and sister, and now... It's bittersweet because we know what happens. Yeah. Well, we don't know how it happens. We we just know that Skeeter is not there right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's possible that they wanted to be separated. <gasps> or Scooter wanted to be separated from Skeeter. They, they've often had a... A big sibling rivalry. Yeah, sibling rivalry. In this episode, they're they get along pretty well. In they're this more episode. of a team. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we're talking about you know, there's two female Muppet babies. There can only be one. Mm-hmm. It's two twins. What if that same mindset? Yeah, like I can be the only one of whatever I am. What are th- 
what, what is it again that we think they could oh, be? Oh, capybaras? Capybaras. Capybara. Mm-hmm. Gosh, oh my gosh. Eating corn. Leland's going to look at more capybara pictures. They're so cute. Look at this guy. He's just chilling on his hind legs. We will share capybara pictures on Twitter for this episode. Oh, yeah. You already know this, listener, because we already have. Yeah. And they clump like this. Like, oh. oh. Oh, okay. So this one is uh, a capybara uh, hanging out with a bunch of, I don't know, spider monkeys. And they're like on his back. They're looking at the capybara's teeth. They're like, hey, what? Oh, geez. Oh, this one's yawning. Okay. All right. Well, we should. What happens next in the episode? Oh, what happens next? Fozzie freaks out about having to live alone. But Skeeter says, cheer up. It won't be that bad. The babies say Fozzie can move in with Smokey the Bear or join the UCLA Bruins or be sent to a zoo. They then try to cheer up Fozzie by singing a, singing a doo-wop song. A table for one can be fun. But the song doesn't help. He still feels bad. Fozzie imagines playing football alone, but it's not fun. But then the other babies show up and say they won't leave Fozzie behind. That's right. They all say... If you leave, we're all going to come with you. Mm-hmm. We're in this together. So, I mean, it's interesting they all say that when Fozzie's on the line, but they didn't seem to have the same uh, attitude of togetherness when whenever Skeeter disappeared. Oh, my gosh. You're right. They seem to value Fozzie more than Skeeter. Hmm. Well, is it the patriarchy again? Uh, oh, it's always the patriarchy. It's always the patriarchy. Firstly, you know, uh, but so if we're if we're looking for a direct cause, too soon to tell. You know, like ch- children change alliances all the time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and babies change alliances all the time, and Muppet babies especially, especially change alliances all the time. It's part. It's what, what they're known for. No, it's a known. That is that it's a known. It's part, of, it's part of the culture of you know you have one guardian who's never there and so it becomes it, it, we expect muppet babies kind of get a little lord of the flies oh. yeah you know there, there is a piggy <laughs> <laughs> yes although piggy and piggy are seem D- very different different in status yeah yes. different in status and both of those whereas the uh, muppet babies piggy would be more like that the only the, lord the, of the flies character i can remember is Ralph. piggy So one of the uh, the whatever the leader character is, there's, the there's one with the hand, words. is that it right? There's one with a hand. Is that a thing? Or well, I don't remember. I mean, I'm that, probably thinking of a Saturday Night Live sketch. <laughs> <laughs> are you com- are you confusing the conch with some type of monkey's paw relic? I'm confusing it with the Wake Up and Smile Saturday Night Live sketch, uh. where Will Ferrell and David Allen Greer <laughs> and Nancy Walls go crazy. Speaking of Saturday Night Live, Rachel Dratch, again, if you're out there, Lelon wants to be your friend. Uh, friend. In my dreams in real life. And dreams in IRL. That stands for in real life. What happens next, Mancer? Oh, um, okay, the episode. Here's how it ends. Oh, yes. Uh, At the nursery, uh, the Mutt Babies are all packing up to leave with Fozzie. Then Mr. Jenkins comes back. Fozzie runs away and hides behind a chair. But Mr. Jenkins lifts up the chair and sees him. Nanny comes in and asks why they packed their things. Piggy says if Nanny stopped loving Fozzie, maybe she'll stop loving the rest of them. They say they heard her say that she has to get rid of one of them. 
But then Nanny says she actually has to get rid of an old chair. It was the two old chairs she was talking about. So Mr. Jacobs takes a chair, and Nanny tells them to ask next time instead of jumping to conclusions. Um, I think, you know, Nanny scolds them for jumping to this conclusion, but really, I think this was on Nanny. Yeah. When they go to that chair, Nanny says, you know, it's one of these two. She never says chair. What does she expect the babies to, to think? I mean, we can't tell the way it's shot, but I imagine she's pointing at a chair. But she's pointing at the chair while Fozzie is sitting in the chair. So she says it's that one. It's, it's, it's very... It's, she's, I think what's clear is that Nanny is a bad communicator. Yeah. But is it worse worse than that? Is she is she like deliberately trying to create chaos Ooh. among the Muppet babies? Does she want them to to sort of be you know, does she playing them off each other only to be like, Oh no, I didn't really mean that, but is that all just a just a ruse so she can maintain control? Ooh. Yeah. Control with little guidance. Yeah. I think just nanny I mean, I I feel like I'm always harping on Nanny, but she's always giving me reasons to harp on her. Yeah. She's a she's bad at taking care of babies, and now apparently she just likes watching them watching them freak out. Yeah, it's also hard to trust somebody when you can't ever see their face. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and so I think that we fault her for that, but I mean, it's just kind of the way it's shot. Also, you know? same pair of of green striped tights every single day. Does she have no other wardrobe? Or does she have multiple? Of the same guy. Of the same. This is, it's a lot like the Seinfeld episode where he dates a woman who only mm-hmm. wears one thing. Is and she... he has to go into her closet and see, maybe in the future, we'll get to see inside of Nanny's closet and get this answer. These two capybaras are kissing. <laughs> That's, they're, and they're holding hands while they're doing it. Oh my gosh, they're if, like humans. If my face could remember how to smile in this dire time it would be smiling right now i mean it's <laughs> objectively cute but i'm objectively sad so it looks like we uh, once again don't have the answer she uh, lelon just found a picture of a capybara wearing a pair of glasses, glasses. Wow. wow could this be oh my goodness i think you'd have to get in your uh face technicians in you know to be able to account for age and stuff like that but i really think this Picture should be examined. It's a pair. I mean, she's got a. She looks like she's been through some stuff. She's got a pair of glasses on. She's a capybara. She's not wearing her little skeeter outfit, but at this point, I don't think that, you know, those clothes would fit anymore. It would not fit. This is a a fully grown capybara. We need to examine this picture. Bringing in the face technicians into the lab. Well, this episode ended on. A high note, I would say. Well, there's maybe some hope. Maybe some hope. But again, I think it's more more questions have been raised than 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 answers. So we will keep searching. We'll look into this capybara uh, possibility further. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to snuggle with my Skeeter potato sack. Yes. um, uh, I'll have more dreams about Rachel Rachel Josh being my friend. Yes. All right. Well, uh, so uh, Leland Bowden, thank you so thank much you for so joining much. us. You for having me. You've you've given us a lot to think about. Oh, good. 
I I really think that this could be Skeeter. Well, we can we can only hope so. Um, Lelon, where can our listeners find you online or wherever? I'm at your friend Lelon. If I'm not it? Rachel Trash's friend, I'm your friend. Whoa, <laughs> Lelon should uh, should be spelled for you guys. It's L I L A N. It's not Lillian. It's Lelon. <laughs> um, and I'm was on- that. Was that Twitter handle taken? It's not Lillian, it's Lelon. It's, it's a lot of characters. There have been a lot of characters. Now. Yeah. And also, it doesn't matter. People see my name and respell it as Lillian. Yeah. Like, they, it's just what they do. <laughs> um, and that's my handle on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. Yeah. Oh. And uh, Andy Mac episodes every Friday night on the Disney Channel. Yes. Oh, so watch that show and follow that. Twitter and Instagram uh, from Leland Bowden. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good stuff. Yes. Uh, so um, I guess uh, for now, all there is to do is uh, go bye bye. Go bye bye. Go bye bye. Go bye bye. Bye bye. Everything changed when you By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. And a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.